Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our popular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport, and today it's no different. I have Miss Ashley Hart. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. No, it's my uh, absolute pleasure. Ashley, before we dig into your business, let's go back in time. Where did this journey begin? Journey began back in North Carolina. I currently live in Florida, um, but I was living in North Carolina, had a job for a decade that I really loved, but knew I was transitioning out. And so just kind of was thinking what to do next, um, what am I passionate about, uh, what do I think would make a difference in the world, and it boiled down to she plays and uh, what we're doing there by hopefully changing the sports landscape for women by introducing fantasy sports for uh, women's leagues. Very, very nice. So take me through the whole setup. Um, well, what was it like getting started? What were some of the challenges you faced? Take us through what the actual business, what, what the business actually is. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, it, it did start from my, an idea of how to, I was actually trying to find a soccer team in North Carolina for a team in Florida and it was really hard. They obviously weren't on TV, and the streams were uh, not the best. So um, just kind of thinking, gosh, the soccer team, like they've won the World Cup. Why is it so hard to get them on TV still in this country? Uh, so, yeah, just kind of from there, it went to, well, why aren't they getting on TV? And um, what's been missing? Uh, and, and, you know, why can't they have equal pay? Uh, just given outright, and um, it kind of funneled down to, well, they're never going to get that until there's more demand, until they are on TV, on the radio, all that stuff. And so just trying to think of a way to organically, like in a new way, to promote people wanting to, like, uh, to ask people to put them on the broadcast. And um, fantasy sports is so big in the United States, 59 million people play it, that's one in five people. Um, but no site has ever existed for women's leagues. Um, every now and then there's a women's league on DraftKings or FanDuel, uh, WNBA, because of their partnership with NBA, but uh, a lot of the other leagues have just been overlooked. And so it was an idea for about six months, and then I decided I think this is actually worth something and a good idea. And so I asked two of my best friends to uh, partner with me, and we got it started. None of us are techies, though. Um, and so there was a search. Um, obviously, yeah, building a fantasy sports platform that is very tech intensive. And so um, got to be on a lot of phone calls. Actually, one of the companies that I called, uh, the guy called me back and said, I've been waiting for this phone call. I've been waiting for someone to call and say they want to build fantasy for women's sports. So um, we did a little homework too, but that's who we went with. And um, we've been rolling ever since. It's, it's a year tomorrow that we've been a company. Wow. Great journey. Not being a tech is pretty tough um, because 
you have to learn along the way, really. <laughs> and um, yeah. it can be costly at times. But, um, okay, so uh, what would you say your your current challenges are and what have your, your current challenges been to date? Yeah, I mean, definitely as far as, like, having to build software up front, it's been the funding and getting funding for software development. Um, they're thankfully, like, really patient with me because sometimes they have to explain things twice. Um, so trying to find someone to fulfill a CTO role or um, someone to partner with uh, without, you know, being able to really provide salary at this point, um, someone who will take that on uh, has been challenging. So, um yeah, the actually knowing the, the lingo when they're talking about software development and funding for it would be the two challenges. So basically the uh, technical side of things has been the biggest challenge? For sure, yeah. Awesome. And, and how far into the business are you guys? So we're just, we're about a year old. Very, very nice. Um, okay, and in terms of tech, uh, so it's... So based on your previous answer, tech's been a bit of a challenge. Moving forward, how will tech really put you guys uh, past everybody else? How, how will tech, how will your tech make you guys leaders? Or what are you guys doing differently to, to, to everybody else? Yeah, great question. So there are quite a few fantasy sports sites out there. Again, none that are uh, solely dedicated to women's leagues, like we are. Um, but we are also trying to build games that are new and unique, uh, different kind of challenges for um, tennis and golf. Uh, you can't do your typical like uh, bracket challenge for those kind of tournaments. So figuring out new games um, and also creating the tech uh, or creating the boundaries where people who are like the sharks of fantasy sports can't come in and eventually like take everyone's money. Uh, we're trying to make it a Playable as possible, even being winnable as possible. So, how does she play stock like a DraftKings? How does what? How does she play stop like a DraftKings? Stop them from what? Basically, taking over the female market or penetrating yeah. your your market, basically, or well, just so or stay ahead. I, I should say. Right. The. The timing's kind of perfect. Um, from all of my estimations and conversations, they and FanDuel are both moving towards the sportsbook world. Um, that's kind of the burgeoning uh, industry here in the United States as more laws get passed and make it legal different places. So their energy is NFL, fantasy, and then full steam ahead on sportsbook. So uh, while I would have loved for someone like them to have taken this on, uh, in the past, um, and was kind of shocked that they hadn't. Um, we really are thinking that we're in the right timeline for us um, to create it and not have much competition. Also, I will say that we're having to put in a lot of um, back-end support for some leagues as well. A lot of them don't have like a natural stat collection site, and so we're having to do extra work to get that on a level that can then feed into our fantasy site. Whereas some of these big thing, big names probably wouldn't take the time of day for that, just because it's more thought power, manpower than maybe they want to do. Um, and we 
and we're partnering with leagues. So, you know, being an official partner, we get access to those leagues and those stats and get to be their official provider. Those are all a few ways that we're trying to set ourselves up to not have that happen. But um, I'm, I'm hoping and thinking that we're in the clear. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it does make a lot of sense because there's still a lot of leagues that don't have much of a solid base. Um, they're still doing things old school. So, you know, startups like yourselves are going to really uh, smarten things up for them and really guide them through because we're seeing with with the larger sports, there's so much money being invested in them that that could potentially just really dominate the scene and these smaller ones will suffer and, and eventually just d- deteriorate. So that's one thing that we don't want because sport is what brings people together no matter what color race, religion, whatever you are, sport brings everyone together and, you know, it is a, a uniting force and, yeah, the choice should be there across the board. Um, but, uh, so, what does the what does the future look like for you, for you guys, other than growth and expansion? What's the one thing that's really going to make you guys say, oh, wow, sheep, sheep play, everyone is beginning to recognize the sheep play brand. Like this week's Right. I think, um, so we partner with the Softball League, which starts their season in April. And um, we know that it's a 17-year-old league, and so it's well-established. You know, they've got three or four national teams that play in the league. So uh, we're really excited about partnering with them and getting their fan base to our site. Um, But I think what's just neat is that, you know, if you think about fantasy sports, and just look at media right now. So, like, there are TV shows dedicated to fantasy sports. There are serious XM radio stations dedicated just to fantasy sports. All these news sites. Um, there's now a scroll on ESPN when you watch, you know, any sports game. There's a scroll on fantasy. And all of that's just been directed at men. And so when you open up something brand new, um, all of that is also open. So I'm just excited to see, you know, who we can partner with to bring those kind of resources to women's leagues. Again, like the dream is, you know, in a few years to be walking through a sports bar and hear someone talking about the premier ultimate Frisbee league. And like they know what they're talking about and like the athletes that are in it because they now hear about it. They now know that it exists. So, um, yeah, I think that would be the hope is that we make women's sports uh, more accessible and just provide their fans with ways that for a while leagues they've been asking for um, and others just a way to kind of put them on the map in a bigger scale. Very, very nice. How big is social media for, for you guys? Like, where does it come into play? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely huge. I think that... Uh, you know, there's a whole shift in marketing going away from email marketing and, um, you know, each league too maybe has different channels that their fans are really popular on. So like soccer is really big on Twitter, but there might be others that are big on Facebook and others that are Instagram. So, um, yeah, that's a lot of, a lot of figuring out the pieces of the puzzle is how best to target different audiences. And, uh, but we know that social media is, we're, we're trying to build a community as well 
um, on for our platform. So we know that that takes a lot of different shapes on social media. What's your um, what would you say is your ideal channel? What's the one channel that you think will really take off for for you guys? Hmm. That's so hard. Um, because, you know, we've got, I've actually got um, some interns now, and one want, really wants to put some stuff on TikTok, so we'll see how that goes, or Twitch. Um, but I would think. Get on TikTok. If you're a startup, you've got limited resources, get on TikTok. Like, the, the organic presence and reach is unbelievable right now. Yeah. Like, we, we, we did a campaign with a, a company. Within three weeks, we had. Over 3,000 followers. Whoa. Over 57,000 likes. Uh, close to one one of our videos got over 250,000 views. Another one got another one got over 53 got over 50,000 views. Space of three weeks. That's amazing. Yes. So I'm telling you, once you hit, you hit. So get on TikTok, engage this younger audience. That younger audience is growing. They're growing and people adopting the platform, their age, the the median age is growing as well. Get on TikTok and even <coughs> Instagram is still pretty good if you get in with, with a few a few influencers. A bit more expensive, but there are decent influencers that can make things happen. But yeah, I'll, 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 I'll leave that with you. Okay, um, so we've spoken about your tech, your future, if you, this journey's only just begun for you. Um, your previous journey, you were employed, if you could go back in time, would you do anything differently? You know, I, I would say no, because now I'm, I'm wiser for the better of like, you know, definitely made mistakes. So there's going to be mistakes that are made in the future and just knowing that and giving yourself some grace and slack in that. Um, I mean, there are definitely some decisions, like as far as like some legal fees that would have saved us a lot of money that we thought we needed right then. But What, like a trademark? No. So definitely I think trademark's worth it. Um, trademark and intellectual property is always worth it, I think. But just some other things um, in the fantasy world that uh, we're not taking on right away like we thought we were. Um, so, but you know, I know that now, and I'm, I'm probably uh, much the wiser for you know really doing even more homework and maybe being more patient and making decisions like that. So startups um, need for it. Startups need the the magic p word patience. Yes, yes. If you don't have that, it's a very, very tough journey. So, sorry, and sorry to cut you off. Go on. Oh, no worries. But I agree. Like, I think that when you're you're starting something and you have this idea that you love, you, you kind of want to get it out there as fast as you can. So, in your mind, no one steals it. But at the same time, you're at the risk of, uh, of doing some things too quickly, maybe. So, um, yeah, I definitely learned that. The biggest thing that with startups that I've learned is never rush, take your time. It's a long journey. Nothing happens overnight. Even your development, your marketing, everything takes time. And with your with your especially with your socials, you just gotta keep going. 
till that one video hits, that's two, that second video hits, that third video hits. That's just the nature of things, unfortunately. You can't, you can't predict what's going to happen. Everything becomes a testing field. So that's all from me. Um, awesome. Ashley, any more, anything else that you would change? No, no, we're just excited, and um, I mean, I know that they're going to be things in the future, but I, I love where we're at right now, and excited for this spring and all the rollouts that we'll have. Phenomenal. Um, Ashley, thank you so much. You've been great. She plays. It's going to be hopefully one day big, bigger than DraftKings. So before before we let you go, where can we find you guys online? Yes, so it's she-plays.com, and we're on Instagram, Twitter, and so, uh, Facebook at ShePlaysPro. Very nice, very nice. Miss Ashley Hart, thank you very much once again for joining me on the Sports Finder Podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?